The Queen nodded and turned to her tapestry. We shall be leaving for Windsor shortly, she said. Then I shall have her ferried over from Ditton Park. I long to hear how she is progressing with the virginals. Did you ever know a child of five who showed such musical talent? Never, answered Maria, thinking, I must keep her mind on Mary, for that will give her a respite from less pleasant matters. But as she was reminding Catherine of that occasion, when the king had carried his daughter down to the state apartments, and insisted on the ambassadors of France and Spain paying homage to the little girl's rank and accomplishments, a shout from the grounds diverted the queen's attention to other matters, and Maria noticed the momentary closing of the eyes which denoted that disgust she felt for what was happening down there. It was a mistake, Maria told herself, for the queen to hold aloof from the king's pastimes, and while she sympathized with Catherine and understood her mistress's revulsion, she felt that it was unwise for her to show such feeling. The king was a man who looked for adulation, and because it was almost always unstintingly given, he was quick to perceive when it was not, and merely by declining to accompany him to the arena, the queen had doubtless offended him. True, she had pleaded in disposition— but the king who was himself so rarely indisposed was apt to regard the illness of others with scepticism and derision. No, it was unfortunate that while the king, surrounded by his courtiers, was watching a bear being torn to pieces by his band dogs, which had been kept hungry for hours in order to increase their ferocity, the queen should be sitting over her tapestry with one faithful friend at her side. More shouts followed, and the sound of trumpets came through the open window. Catherine said, The game will have ended. How thankful I am that I was not there to witness the death agony of some poor creature. We shall never grow accustomed to English sports, I fear, answered Maria. After all these years we remain Spanish. Yet we are English now, Maria, by reason of our marriages. We both have English husbands, and Spain seems so very far away. Yet I shall never forget the Alhambra and my mother. You would like to return to Spain, Your Grace? Catherine shook her head. I did not want to after she had died. For me, she was Spain. I do not think I could have endured life there after she had gone. There would have been too much to remind me. It is so many years since she died. Yet for me, she never died. She lives on in my heart and brings me comfort still. I say to myself, when I think of my own sweet daughter, Catherine of Aragon will be such a mother to the Princess Mary as Isabella of Castile was to Catherine of Aragon. She was both great and wise. There are times, went on Catherine, when I wish with all my heart that she were here, that she had her apartments in this palace, and that I could go to her, tell her what perplexes me, so that out of her great wisdom she might tell me what to do. What could even great Isabella tell her daughter, wondered Maria. How could she advise her to please that wayward husband of hers? She could only say, as so many at court could say, give him a son, then you will be safe. Catherine looked at the woman who for so long had been her dearest friend. 
She knows of my troubles, thought the queen. It would be impossible for her not to know. Who in this court does not know that the king is persistently unfaithful to his wife, that he is beginning to find her five years' seniority distasteful, that he is dissatisfied, because although she has proved herself capable of becoming pregnant, she has also shown herself unable to bear him a healthy male child. Twelve years of marriage had resulted in several miscarriages, and only one healthy child, a daughter. She was not one to ask for sympathy. She knew it was dangerous to confide in others. Yet Maria de Salinas was her very dear friend, and she believed there was no one in her life who loved her more. It was a sad admission. Her husband no longer loved her. She was fully conscious of that sad fact. Her mother, who had loved her dearly, even as she herself loved Mary, was long since...